Hey, what's up, Blazer fans? Tara here with another preview episode. This time we are going to get to know the New York Knicks. And Yay. to help us get to know the team, we have Chena from Posting and Toasting. Chena, welcome. Hi. <laughs> I, so I think the last time we talked was right after the Blazers had added Ennis Cantor to the to their right, team. Right, right. Back before. See, and you you had the typical Cantor experience. It was it, very exciting for a couple of weeks, and then you soured. Well, you know what I liken it to? I think it was more like a summer romance. Exactly. It's like super intense, and it's like nothing's ever been like this, and you're just – it's amazing, and then it's over, and then you try to tell your friends about it, and they're like, uh – and in November, you're kind of a little embarrassed about it. <laughs> yeah. And now he's in Boston and you watch them having the exact same experience. It's yeah. fascinating. I mean, it's, yeah. he's he's like he's, he's a good so, guy. I always root for him. I'm and not. He was say so great for the Blazers. Yeah. He was Absolutely. so ex- I mean, there is like what they did in the postseason and <laughs> with his help was incredible. Oh. But it was just ex- it's exactly like everybody says it's going to be. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and and you now know, you're having, having the mellow experience. Yes, and now we're having the mellow. <laughs> what did you think when you heard that the Blazers were getting mellow? Oh God. You know, I look, I'm super happy that he's playing and I'm always going to root for him because he's a super easy guy to root for. He's a good guy and there's no getting around that. And, you know, and he's, you know, he's doing okay. It was cool to see him still have some in the tank and stuff. It, there's no reason why he wasn't playing. Yeah, you know. You know. And and it seems like he's just being 100% mellow. Sometimes you're like, oh, my God, you're amazing. And sometimes you're like, you know, you can play defense. (laughs) You know, you can't pass the ball. Uh, But, you know, he's been really fun. I mean, this has been a – well, we'll talk about how our years are going in a minute. But it's it's been a more difficult one for uh, the Blazers than they've had in the last few years. And he just injected a little bit of life and energy to the team. That was he, like I love Mello. I really do. And some people on Knicks fans are sour on him. I love him. I always will. Well, I, I'm really enjoying him. And honestly, because I talked to all of y'all um, when I did that podcast a couple summers ago, just trying to figure out like what the deal was with Mello. Uh-huh. When I found out that he was coming, I was like, every single person that I talked to was like, you know what? Mello's a really good guy. He is. He really is. And he's like, he's a veteran who knows what he's doing. So you don't have Mm -hmm. to worry about him having to like learn on the job. And sure, sometimes he hangs onto the ball a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, but he also like takes a little bit of pressure off Damien, not in terms of like, he hasn't come in to try to like take over leadership. Right. You know, he wasn't like, you know, like the classic thing at the beginning of this season is like Pau Gasol in the hot tub with Damian Lillard telling him all about Kobe Bryant wins championships. And I was like, if this is how it's going to go, no. So Well, but also the kids worship Mello. They do. He's like the last of the old school, you know, and he has a lot of um, gravitas, I think, with these kids. Yeah, yeah, and we've got a lot of young guys who mm-hmm. uh, really, really like him. So that's so that's working out so well. I heard a rumor that you guys were thinking of maybe signing Jr. too. Is that true? Well, let's see. Uh, Jr. is in the in the works. Um, let's see who else is. I want to give available. my one hundred percent endorsement for Jr., <laughs> who I will always love, ride or die, Jr. Smith. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, how about Joe Kim Noah? <laughs> He's the other one everyone's talking about. We had a little bit of a weird experience with Noah in New York. Well, he 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 uh, he 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 wasn't really checked in on playing with the team. Let's just say that. Oh, is that when he kept disappearing? 
No, no, it was Derek Rose who kept disappearing oh, okay. on us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And no one's talking about Derek Rose to Portland. I guess he's got a job right now. So. No, but yeah, no, no. But J.R. Smith is nothing but fun. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if this team can handle much more fun. <laughs> we need. We actually just need bodies at this point. Um, we've had some really uh, terrible yeah, season-ending yeah. injuries that's just like Crazy. we're just so thin. But let's not talk about but the Blazers. I want to hear about the New York Knicks. So – First of all, I'm going to start. There's a, I have a lot of questions. Okay. But <laughs> let's start with um, the fact that the Knicks have a new coach. Uh, yeah. So the um, how tell, – tell us a little bit about what happened there and how things were going. Okay. So we, we had David Fisdale. Take that for data, David Fisdale. <laughs> um, and, you know, as we were talking about, just like with, you know, the Cantor experience, the Mellow experience, everybody in Memphis told us how this was going to go. And we were like, eh. And that's exactly how it went. Mm-hmm. So I I don't like to speak bad of people. And I think that Fisdale absolutely had the loyalty of the players. He was a very good guy. The players loved him. They had a great rapport. And so that's an important part of coaching these days, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think maybe in terms of the X's and O's, he was coaching perhaps as well as he could have. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you really think with the the uh, the combination of players that he had? I mean, it's a it's well, a very interesting. Way. We all know that when you fire a coach, you have a bounce, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody like plays a little hard because they, you know, who knows why? But you always win a couple of games mm-hmm. right after that. But in the first beginning of the season, I, I can't tell you how many games. Um, we went four and twenty. Yeah, and, I think you were four and eighteen when Phil Zell got fired. Yeah, yeah, and, and no, no, no. Beyond that, I think we were four and like twenty-one. Oh. Well, we were all very excited before twenty, obviously. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> Uh, so then Fisdale got fired and Mike Miller, who was an assistant coach on the team at that point, who got appointed interim coach, he has already gone. He's already won five games. Mm-hmm. So he's like five and six mm-hmm. since then. So his record is like eons better. So he seems to have a better handle on how to make this uh, unique collection it of guys seems work. To be that way. Well, what's interesting about him is he – so he was an assistant coach. He came from the Westchester Knicks, our G League affiliate, and he won G League Coach of the Year I think like two years in a row, maybe three years in a row. I'm not really sure. And he brought the Westchester Knicks like to the G League playoffs or whatever they call them. Um and, uh, and and what's interesting about that, and I think what's worthwhile about that, is that, of course, when you're coaching in the G League, you have a constantly changing roster. You know, you can't really rely on your star players to be there necessarily because they're going to be called up. Or, like, you get stars from, like, the big club coming down for, like, a couple of days. So you have to be very adaptable. And so the fact that he's been able to produce consistently in the G League like that seemed like it was a, a good sign for us, you know. So he's come in and um signs are good. You know, I mean people are talking about like we've found our Nick Nurse and stuff like that. And who knows? It's 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 only been like twelve, thirteen games, ten games. But so far he's had a far better record. And it seems like um I mean, you know, all the things I always say, like spacing seems better. Um they're running a lot more pick and rolls, which is something that we always wanted. Um, I mean, and they're just, they're, they're playing 
they're playing better defense, I guess. They're just they're, they're playing with a little bit more um I guess you could say confidence. A lot of that would be like Julius Randle and stuff and 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 it just seems like they understand what they're supposed to be doing a little bit better. He calls good timeouts. One of the things I always had a problem with with Fisdale and I think a lot of people did is that he would just allow things to deteriorate and never call a goddamn timeout. And and Miller will like the minute like things start to go bad, he'll and you're like, oh, good, you gotta stop this. He'll he'll actually he'll call the timeout, and you're oh, like, okay, that's that just must what you be want. nice. <laughs> that must be a nice change of pace. <laughs> oh my god, it's such a relief. <laughs> so, <laughs> so 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 you know so so it, the the signs are good, and I don't want to be too over the moon about it yet because, like I said, I think that when you get a new coach, when you fire the old one mid season, it always you get a bounce, but. Mm-hmm. But so far, it looks like it's trending upward. I and hope. Is he? Is it? And seem like he's going to be there for the rest of the season, or has he has he been hired permanently? Or you know, he's he's interim now? right now. My okay. guess would be, uh, he'll 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 finish out the season, and then that will that will tell us what will happen for next season, how well he does. Well, yeah, you know. Normal names, but nobody wants Mark Jackson. Screw Mark Jackson, please no. You know, and Jeff Van Gundy doesn't want to go back to the grind of coaching, and you know, so like, who are you really going to hire? Like, well, you guys have former uh, Portland interim coach Caleb Canales sitting there on the bench. Oh well, <laughs> he had a he had a brief stint, I think, after <laughs> somebody was let go. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, so it sounds like things are uh, are looking up. I listened. What about the team these days? I think better than we have. Well, the the last time um, these two teams met, it was a uh, the the Blazers had things well under control, but I think that was at least two major injuries ago. Um, <laughs> so our our lineup looks pretty different. But tell me about the lineup for the Knicks. Who are the most important people that we should be watching for? Well, you've got okay. So you've got Julius Randle, who was one of our big off-season signings, and under Fisdale, he was just—I mean—miserable. I mean, the the the, the Julius Randle is the Antichrist. Like contingent on our blog was huge, and and you know you would just see him bring the ball down the court, and he would inexplicably just sort of dribble around in circles and do weird spin moves toward the basket, and you just didn't understand what was going on, and it was just—it was a nightmare. And under Miller, it's like some huge weight has been taken off his shoulders. He doesn't have to handle the ball as much, and uh, it it just and, and suddenly he's scoring thirty points a game, mm-hmm. and like and 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 just everything seems to be flowing a lot easier, and people are having sort of like a Randall sense happening. Um, <laughs> part of that also, to be fair, is not just Miller, but um, Alfred Payton. Uh, who's a Nick now, who knew, right? Yeah. Um, he, and also he cut his hair, so you might not have recognized him. Right, I remember he did that last year. <laughs> right, and, and exactly. Like, who is that guy? And I was, oh, well, for Peyton. Without the hair. Um, so uh, he was injured for a lot of the season, and there's a lot of there's a lot of feeling that if he hadn't been injured, maybe things would have gone a little bit differently. But So he was injured a lot of the season, and now he's back again. And he 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 just he's he's not necessarily like an NBA star starting point guard or anything like that, but he's just solid. He 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 can like general the floor or whatever your little phrases yeah. are, and so that really has made a big difference in just terms of of getting people in the right places and getting the game to flow the way it should. So um, 
he's you know he's like he's competent at his role which is for the Knicks that's like a really big deal <laughs> <laughs> so but is he coming off the bench he's behind off Frank Nilakina? yes and, and Frank Nilakina, we we have the the the, the Nilakina argument every single day on our blog yeah I listened to a couple of um uh, podcasts to prep for this and <laughs> There was a lot of swearing, first of all. Holy smokes. Like everyone that I listened to, like every other word was like the F word. <laughs> but there was definitely a lot of differences of opinion about Neil Aquino. I, I mean, we love I, – I love my sweet baby Frankie. He's the most beautiful little doe-eyed thing in the world and I have absolute faith in him. He is not always as bold as he could be. <laughs> I mean, look he- – Here's the deal. He's he's a fantastic defensive player. And you can see, I mean, if you watch him and if you watch the game and you just keep your eye on him, anybody who he's guarding, guarding either misses their shot or passes. I mean, it just it just happens constantly, game after game after game. He's a fantastic defender. Um and he's got these incredibly I mean, he's like six, seven, but his wingspan's like seven feet or something like that. He's got these insanely long arms. Um but He's not very good on offense or he's not very bold on offense. His shot, I mean, his shot always looks very smooth, but it doesn't fall. It's this strange thing. Um, so it, it it just, it jitters a lot of arguments. Uh, what's his ceiling? What's going to happen? Is he any good at all? And, and, and people go on both sides. I believe in Frank, <laughs> but you will find people who feel otherwise. Um, and then let's see. You've got Mook Morris, who has been consistently great. Um, he oh, is that Marcus Morris. Is that his yes. name? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like Mook. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We've got we've got Marcus, uh, and he um, he has been the most amazing three point shooter. It's fascinating, and he's just fun in general and mm-hmm. very cool. Um, so he's playing really well. And of course, you have Mitch Robinson, who is our freakish second round pick, like twenty year old center. Mm-hmm. Who, um, he, I really uh, liked him last year. Is, yes. is he having another good year? He is. He's having another good year. I don't know if he's progressed as much this year as I wanted him to. He seems to be playing at about the level he was last year, but he didn't play college ball at all. So he's kind of at a, you know, he, he still has a lot to learn. Um, so, but he's, yes, yeah, so he's amazing in terms of shot blocking and, um, and in terms of alley-oops, but he gets into a lot of trouble with fouls. So, um, I think, I think plenty of the scattering report on him is to get him into foul trouble pretty early. Um, just kind of like, I think the scattering report on the Knicks in general is that we're incapable of guarding the three. So watch out for that. Well, it's funny. <laughs> gar- gar- oh, that's like exactly, um, what Portland is going through. And it was actually, I was looking through the numbers, um, for both teams, and I noticed that uh, the Knicks have the most personal fouls per game, but then <laughs> Portland is right behind them. And then the other funny oh, thing we is can't that free throws at all either. Well, and Portland is last in assists, and y'all are right behind <laughs> Portland too. So there's going to be like well, all isolation, <laughs> no assists, and just all fouls. <laughs> It's going to be a lovely cool. game. We're all going to be like hung over and watching this going, yep, yep. <laughs> Should never stop drinking. Um, well, uh, yeah, there is the fact that Portland is getting into uh, is oh, getting into New York. They're going to be there for New Year's Eve. Oh, so, you guys are screwed. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, people have actually done studies on 
West Coast teams coming yeah. to play East Coast game like matinee Hot games spots. and how they just do terribly because it's nine a.m. for you. Yeah, um, yeah no, it's going to be it's it, they got a lot working against them and they're, they're going to be short players and it's going to be uh, great. It's going to be great when the Blazers. The news like, is you're playing the Knicks and they're not very good. I mean, that's <laughs> the thing is that the team. I mean, I love every one of them and I always do, but. They're not really very good when they when they're playing well, when things are clicking, they can make some stuff happen and you see an inkling of what the idea was. But yeah, what do they look like when they're playing their best? Um, When they're playing their best, you've got Mitch defending the rim really well. Um, You've got Frank doing a lot of great perimeter defense. Um, You have, you know, scoring. That's always Morris. the question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's part of the problem. You've got you've got Morris scoring. You've got Randall scoring a lot. Um, maybe you've got R.J. Barrett out there scoring, depending on what kind of lineup you have. He can score some. Um, yeah, nobody on this team can score very well. Um, how not, is um, how's your thinking. rookie doing? R.J. He's you know he 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 started out hot. He regressed a little bit. Uh, he's getting a lot of playing time. He is. He, he, well, he started like. out the season like like uh, Fizdale was playing him like thirty minutes a game or something. Um, he's. I, I think he's gonna. You know, and, we, and we're not good in New York at having patience. I mean, people are already fed up with Kevin Knox, who's in his second year and is twenty years old, <laughs> and they're like, he's not like a star he's yet. Watched. Exactly. <laughs> And, and 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 then we wonder why other teams seem to be able to develop stars. And it's like, yeah, well, you gave up on this guy by the time he was 20. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? So I, I think that there's a little bit of frustration that uh, RJ hasn't sort of broken out into being a star yet and isn't like showing great signs. And, you know, some of his shooting has regressed a little bit. And God knows he can't hit a goddamn free throw. But. On the other hand, he has shown signs of doing some great stuff, and I think, you know, I, I think, I think, I think it'll come. I think, I think he's going to be okay. It just the problem is that on this team, he's exposed because there's not a whole lot of people in front of him. You know, it's not like he can safely come off the bench or he can be like the guy who doesn't need to score. We we don't have a great team. That there's a lot of young guys, and they all have to sort of perform. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, you have a couple of my favorite of the elder statesmen of the league, um, Taj Gibson and Wayne Ellington. Are those guys playing at all? Uh, Taj has been playing. Um, I actually, I for years, I couldn't stand Taj Gibson because before Damian Lillard learned how to come over a screen, I just, in my nightmares, it was just Damian Lillard running directly into Taj Gibson's <laughs> gut over and over and over and over again. But Damien figured it out, and then I started to appreciate Taj a little more. And for some reason, I've just always loved Wayne Ellington. Well, no, Taj. Taj has been when he's been out there. He's he's gotten some playing time, and and he's definitely exuded that like uh, like like vet presence on everybody. And I've noticed he's the one who has the um, the all important furthest uh, seat on the bench. Mm. He's got the end seat, which is like the best seat to have. Okay. So yeah, so he clearly gets vet respect. Um. Wayne Ellington has been injured a lot, so he has not been playing. Mm-hmm. So we haven't really seen what he's got to do. But when he has, I think he's been doing a lot of three pointers. Yeah. Well, that, I'm that, looking at your your free throw percentage. Oh, yeah. Terrible. 
several guys who are really struggling from the line. It's it's shocking. I mean, there have been at least in the beginning of the season, especially when we were doing so badly, there was like four or five games that were entirely decided by free throws. Where if we had just been able to hit, you know, seventy percent of our free throws, we would have won the game. I mean, just terrible. Um, and then, of course, the thing about that is once you get that into your head, you get the yips, and then you really can't hit them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they, 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 they're starting to figure it out. This is shaping up to be a fantastic <laughs> game <laughs> between <laughs> New Year's Eve and neither team being able to get any assists or being or fouling all over the like place. Like my college game, the game that someone had to win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, what are you hoping for? What would be uh for you what would be a, a good matchup? Uh, in the season or in this game? In this game. Um well w- we we have always been um the Knicks historically a team that a good point guard can just feast on. Hmm. So I imagine for my own personal strengths. Um, I also think that we're all kidding to ourselves if we think that this game is going to be about anything other than Mellow back at the Garden. Oh, okay. So, tell me what that's going to be like. What do you think? Oh, I'm sure they'll put together a little package, and we'll have that. Do they do tribute videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, and 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 that's what everybody will be talking about, and all the highlights and stuff. So, so I think that's what's going to get the lion's share of attention for all of this, um, and how he plays and stuff like that. Um, I mean, he was he was the centerpiece of New York for a very long time, mm-hmm. and we didn't have that same kind of coming back thing because of the weird way he left the league, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember if he came back with. Yeah, I oh, wonder. Maybe he did, but you know, we only play them. Uh, so I don't even know if it happened. Yeah, I have to look that up. I wonder yeah. if he's had a chance to play against them. So yeah, so that's gonna. I think that's gonna be the predominant. Okay. Thing, no matter what we do, but um, yeah, we 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 are we are weak against good point guards, um, and we are weak against the three, um. I would like to see the same thing I always want to see, which is our young guys out there developing and working on their things. I want to see Mitch not fouling a lot and like working on his skills. I want to see RJ, you know, like getting a high percentage of shots. I want to see Frank being aggressive on offense. I don't care at this point if we win or not. It would be awesome to win because three in a row would be like unheard of for us. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, it, does it matter at this point? I don't know. Yeah. It'll be it'll be a festive occasion, first of the year. Exactly. We're gonna have fun. It's basketball. All right. Well, all right. You've convinced me. <laughs> no, I think it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Just talking to you is always so much fun. I always just laugh the whole time. Uh, anything? Any last words or final things that you think we should be looking for for this game? Hire J.R. Smith. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll put that in the show notes and see <laughs> see where this thing get, get, gets dragged down to. <laughs> well, if you don't have anything else, you want to go ahead and tell folks where they can find your work. Oh, yeah, um, I I'm periodically on posting and toasting as Chiniqua, and I'm also on Twitter as Chiniqua, C H uh, I N I Q U A. 
Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tina, for joining me. I really appreciate it. (laughs) All right. Have a great night.